0: Space Force. I'm uh, Kizza. I'm Shizza. Shizza, your <laughs> name. When you do it, it sounds like shit. <laughs> hey hey, hey. Um, I'm Shitza. I actually kind of like Shitza. What does Webster say about soul? <laughs> um, here we are. It's another week of Space Force. The cult of Space Force. Welcome to the cult. Uh, eventually, we'll have like some ritual opening. You guys will have to repeat when as you listen to the podcast for the official cult status. Uh, this, this week I watched a lot of spooky movies for spooky people. Did you? I, I, since we watched the day after last week, I actually uh watched all of Chernobyl this week. Oh, is that really, get, d- I really wanted to be scared of nuclear uh pollution and fallout a little bit? Yeah, more. as we were about to go to war, with Iran. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, well, oh, I'm maybe it will be a nuclear follow up <laughs> that kills everyone. Huh. I felt really stupid about my comments about <laughs> yeah, this, this. just being political theater. <laughs> yeah, it was climate change. No nope. bombs. Uh, um, I, th- I, t- I think I uh, I linked a relevant um, news article when I tweeted out the podcast last week. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. I don't know if it was a rant thing or something else stupid that's going on. <laughs> was, oh, yeah, the atomic uh, nu- uh, clock has been moved. <laughs> Ten minutes to midnight. That's not a real clock. Uh, yeah, Noam Chomsky loves it. <laughs> yeah, it some spooky movies. I watched Gaspar No's* re- l- most recent movie, Climax. Um, I guess it's technically a horror movie. It's just about the horrors of having a bad group trip, really. <laughs> but honestly, it's the most. Um, Climax and Mother, the Jennifer Lawrence movie where she plays Mother, Mother. Nature. Uh, both those movies are the most like stressful movies I've ever seen in my life. Just because of personal reasons. So, with Mother, there's a bunch of people coming into their house, just like bulldozing over Jennifer Lawrence, fucking up the house, doing whatever they want. And, like, so I fucking hate when people invade my personal space. So, that was absolutely terrifying <laughs> to me and uncomfortable for me to watch. And then Climax, uh, I can't say I've ever had a fully bad trip, but there's been like phases during trips where, like, i was you like know, i'm not having a great time right yeah now. so the whole movie watching that whole movie was like stressful i like had that like pre-trip anxiety you get sometimes before it actually kicks in where you're just like oh my God. <laughs> so that was me watching the whole movie <laughs> 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 it was a great movie <laughs> and then i also watched uh hagazusa which is a german witch movie apparently hagazusa is an old high german for witch uh-huh. and i'm I didn't do any research on this, but based on how uh, language works, I think it might be where we get the word hag from. Yeah, probably. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. thanks, Germany. Germany's great. So I recommend all those movies. Um, I was also scanning through Hulu, and I saw, oh, they had a little section for Pride Month. And I was like, oh. These corporate assholes. You're going to get mad now, right? Trying to exploit my peoples again. <laughs> you are not your people. Yeah, they are. You're not, You're not LGBTQ. Yeah, but like, those are my people. I'm down. <laughs> um, Did you see the Onion uh, article uh, about with Taylor Swift? Like, uh, Taylor Swift comes out as a straight, single woman who wants to be at the center of LGBTQ debate. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. But uh, yeah, I was like this is fucking bullshit. This is garbage. But then uh, one of the items listed was a documentary about Divine. And Uh, I was like, oh, I love Divine. (laughs) (laughs) I stand. I stand. So, yeah, I was like, oh, I guess I don't care anymore. Good job, Hulu. You did it. Way to go, Disney. My morals collapsed quickly when I was like, oh, Divine. (laughs) Uh, The kids watch Hulu a lot, but it's because it's summer vacation. They've been going through, like, all of the Adventure Time. Adventure Time is a very summer vacation show, I feel like. I feel like it's a a good show to go through man, that was fucking weird. Every time I watch it again, I'm like, man, I forgot about how weird this show is. Mm, I just like that they, a lot of it seems almost stream of consciousness, mm-hmm. like how they wrote it. We're like, oh, what if this happens? And it's like, okay, let's go for it. But it still kind of makes sense within the confines of the world. So, Great job, Pendleton Ward and everyone Crew. else. Except, actually, great job. A lot of people beyond Pendleton Ward, really. He, yeah, he just like kind of created it. it. But like... It's time for a new segment that I like to call Where in the World is Richard fucking Spencer? <laughs> <laughs> why do we even have to talk about him? Like, uh, this, why wait, hold on. Hold on. on. <laughs> what the fuck happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> I just like that they all the... punched you and he disappeared. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I, he also, like, his wife was like, oh, yeah, he's uh, mentally and physically abusive and he's alcoholic, and then he disappeared, right? It's interesting... Uh, obviously this will not be an ongoing segment because <laughs> we're not gonna worry who gonna really cares again. about richard spencer but i like that um all these like alt-right reactionary doofuses from like a year or two ago that were popping up in the mainstream making money and stuff a lot of them just disappeared yep yeah, they just faded away like <laughs> dust dust in the wind where are these fools milo but, but, yananopoulos <laughs> what happened to that guy i heard you can't uh pay his mortgage or some shit well, <laughs> fucking awesome. loser i mean yeah but we started off poor <laughs> yeah, i got none of the notoriety or or fame or attention in uh, these dumb fucks cut that's the easy but dumb. here the i mean it's kind of fun to like ah uh, you get fucking losers but at the same time the biggest um representation of that is still like stephen miller and donald trump himself are in the are in the white house yeah. yeah, I can't feel that great about the fact that Milo Yanapopoulos and Yanapoulos, Richard Spencer have disappeared. Yeah, it's still funny though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they still like tweet all the time, but I don't know. Everyone's like you fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> you cuck, you dumb cucks. Cuck. Well, I mean, Twitter's re- researching whether or not they should allow white supremacists on their platform. So at some point they might get a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I th- uh, the um, the man who, the, the main shareholder or whatever. Jack Dorsey, the CEO? Is that yeah, he, um, he's like a white supremacist himself, isn't he? Or <laughs> oh, he's, no. a libra- no. he's a libertarian. He's a libertarian. He's one of those tech bro libertarians who wants to have sex with kids and uh, doesn't like black people or Jews or women or any of these things. But he, not f- no, he's not all right or fascist or any of these things. He's a libertarian. To deal with it right? <laughs> learn about politics okay <laughs> I'm a libertarian <laughs> which a lot of libertarian philosophy is inherently racist and misogynistic so fucking kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> grow out of that shit I saw use. a meme that was in reference to Bill Maher and it's like I, I'm a centrist and then it was like when it comes I'm a liberal when it comes to weed everything else I'm a conservative <laughs> <laughs> yeah that kind of is Bill Maher I mean, not exactly, but he pretty espouses, close. Yeah, he spouts some shit that he's you know. just old and out of touch, and I'm sure. Actually, I was gonna say he must have seemed progressive like 30 years ago, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have let him on TV if that wasn't the case. Remember, he tried to like blindside Marilyn Manson on the show because he's like, at that point, no one realized that Marilyn Manson was like I don't remember her that. ...hello smart and clever. Yeah, well, it used so, to be. Well, I mean, like he's a a, fucking sloppy drunk now. <laughs> yeah, that happens. It <laughs> can happen to you. <laughs> It'll catch up to you. But um, yeah, <laughs> that shit was funny. And then everyone's like, "Oh, damn, never mind. We can't get him." <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to see Marilyn Manson fight Richard Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. What? No, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at one point. I believe I was like I'm challenging these all right nerds to fight. I challenged Ben uh, Shapiro to a, a debate boxing match. I think we mentioned this ben on the podcast. Ben Shapiro, Shapiro. Cuz he was going around challenging everybody to debates like he had some like he they needed to prove themselves against Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Well, yeah Cuz you know he's achieved so much in his life. Mhm. Well, haven't you seen any of the clips of him uh, owning the libs at college and stuff? Nope. He's <laughs> like <laughs> He's made a whole career on yelling at young college students while they're like upset and crying. And he's like, damn, I'm owning the live so hard because <laughs> I have all this power in the moment because I have the microphone and the crowd's here to see me. <laughs> damn, I got him. I got him so good with my great debate skills. <laughs> They'll fucking suck. But that's the way to make money, though. Just fucking suck. Talk about racist shit. The racists are just so like. Ready we're never gonna make any money then. Cause throw money away because they're like, man, finally someone who's speaking the truth. Are they speaking the truth, or is it that uh, society and culture is leaving you behind because you have outdated views? Hmm, what could it be? It's uh, it's the children that are wrong, Kyle. Some of them are because of reactionary white right wing douchebags on YouTube <laughs> that. Give them simple answers to complex problems. Well, sometimes complex problems... Clean prob- your room. Oh, shit. Jordan Peterson's my dad now. Well, I, fuck. Let's be honest. Sometimes complex problems have simple answers. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like um, uh, like uh, There's a lot of homeless people. Well, let's give them homes. Give them homes. There's a lot of empty houses in the, in the United States. Yeah, uh, as we speak right now, I believe Ice is uh, conducting major raids. No, on... no, they canceled those. Oh, really? You got to pay attention to the news, brother. Oh, man, I just got to constantly be online, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they canceled them because everyone's like, no, hey. they delayed them two weeks. Oh. Well, everyone still knows when they're going to be, and there's all these, like, uh, action plans and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ice, so dumb. <laughs> Uh, do you know where any of the um, concentration camps are here? There's one in Tucson, right? Yeah, I I mean I have like a, I know vaguely where they're at. Yeah, I know like what city they're either in or near, but not like I couldn't tell you the crossroads. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I'm you know I'm not doing too much. I might go down there, <laughs> check <laughs> it out, start throwing eggs. Um, I mean probably like, burn it down. Well, no, <laughs> no, no. What? Oh, There's you got people gotta, inside. They're in cages. Yeah, you got to free them first. <laughs> What's up? That's the thing though, is like, what do you, what would they do if you got like a thousand people, you know, and just like, fuck this shit. I mean, honestly, they're in, they're they are they they do not have they don't plan they don't plans for that. It would they completely crumble, but no one's gonna do it, so it doesn't matter. How do you organize in this day and age? You do can't. I have to like join Facebook and have a Facebook group about going? I mean, do to, you want the government all up in your Facebook group? Yeah. Well then, I, yeah, yeah, go ahead and go join Facebook. Like, group. Like, all right, this is what we're gonna do, guys. We're gonna kill members of ICE. (laughs) Yeah, good job. We're gonna cut that part. (laughs) When I say abolish ICE, we're gonna fucking abolish them from (laughs) existence. (laughs) I'm gonna send them to the shadow realm. (laughs) (laughs) You all, y'all gonna go to the dungeon dimension? Yeah, I mean, man, I straight up don't like them. I mean I don't understand man, how everything you, is just a fucking joke now man You know what I mean Like I honestly don't understand The mentality of someone That, that is uh, in, in ICE Or like Border Patrol Because it, like they're, they're doing shit That I'm like Well you know what There's not really amount of money That this is worthwhile to me I've quit jobs Over less shit than that well, there's, Like you know Have some fucking balls Well a lot of them Are fucking true believers Yeah I that's think. the problem That's what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> Yeah Oh man That American propaganda machine Will get you every time Well, enough of that bullshit. (laughs) Some of that's going to get cut, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, let's get to the real stuff, the serious stuff. The people at the, what the cult came here for, for us to talk about one of the greatest horror movies ever made, A Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) The day after. (laughs) Right, straight up, this movie did, 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 did nothing for me. Like I remember being scared of it as a kid, but... I, I felt way, like, a hundred times more anxious watching The Day After than I did. Well, <laughs> yeah, because you got adult problems now. <laughs> like, when you were a kid, it was a lot simpler. Like, ah, oh, spooky demon ghost, <laughs> dream ghost is going to get me. And now it's like... <laughs> Why does that um, seem so much simpler? <laughs> I mean, just because, like, in the back of your mind, you know, oh, it's not going to happen. Well, I also think like they give me a, little, a very realistic way of dealing with the dream like, ghost. I don't fucking care, Freddy. Like, yeah, fuck you, Freddy. It's in my mind. Get yeah, out. What? You son of a bitch. You stupid son of a bitch. Oh, you dumb some bitch. <laughs> Coming to my dreams. I'm the master here. I set up booby traps. <laughs> Trapped you with my boobies. Uh, that's how she got Glenn's dad with her boobies. Glenn's dad. He's peeping at her. I'm drinking a beer. Yeah. He's like something wrong with that girl. She's a lunatic, but damn, look at those titties. She's a lunatic. She hasn't got her titties out. Check it out. This is New Line Cinema's first major success. Up until this point, they have been more of a distribution company. They had like just, like produced and distributed a couple movies before this. But Nightmare on Elm Street, huge success. That's why for a long time, people referred to New Line Cinema as the house that Freddy built. <laughs> and then it was the house that Lord of the Rings built. And then the house and that then, The Hobbit destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't win them all. <laughs> Who would have thought it was a surefire property? I just then they treated like garbage, so yeah, you know. they did a bad job, they rushed it, well, first, they took too long, so Guillermo dropped out, then they rushed it, and uh, it just wasn't very good, also, I don't know, I just like wasn't ready for it. You know what I mean, they should have waited a little bit longer, yeah, that's probably true, yeah, oh well. to strike on iron hot. <laughs> I guess. They should have done it quicker or waited longer <laughs> in, that, in that case because I feel like they just... They missed their window. They missed, like, the major hype directly after Lord of the Rings window, and then... The it nostalgia, was, it was like, like yeah. oh, I want some of that Lord of the Rings goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, right now would be a perfect time. To That's start. why they're doing that Amazon show. That's a good point. I guess they know what they're doing now. What well, Amazon does, Newline doesn't, they <laughs> don't exist. But, fuck The Hobbit, man. We're talking about Freddy Krueger. So, Nightmare on Elm Street... Um, of course, has a lot of the horror tropes of the 70s and 80s, and in fact kind of reinforces or sometimes even originated some of the tropes in some cases, but it's actually a really well-made movie compared to like Friday the 13th. So here's how it goes. Black Christmas is like 1974. Uh, it does all right. It kind of is the first slasher movie, but it like doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't start the tidal wave. Halloween comes out. Now everyone's gotta make a slasher movie. Um so Friday, Friday the thirteenth is a copy of Halloween essentially. Not directed very well, the soundtrack sucks, acting's bad. It's a real like cheap Roger Corman style, like hurry up, let's get this knockoff out sort of situation. But uh, there's a twist, Kyle. Yes, yeah, his mama. <laughs> he's, yeah. And then he's alive in the second one. Because yeah. there's no supernatural element to the second. I watched the second one this week, too. Oh, did you? They're all on Amazon now, I think. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. I don't like the first one. The second one is actually the best Friday the 13th, in my opinion. But it still is like, this is fucking dumb. The kid's <laughs> supposed to be dead. And they don't like introduce supernatural element at all. It's just presumably he's been living out in the woods eating mushrooms or something. <laughs> so that shit's weird. Uh, but yeah, anyways, the first Friday the 13th is not a very good movie. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fucking is. Uh, it's not, obviously, it's not, not great. There's some shit that, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of dated shit in it now. But compared to, like, what it was up against at the time, this is a really well-made movie. Obviously, Wes is a really good director. It's actually, like, interesting visually and fun to watch, whereas a lot of the horror movies that we've already watched on this podcast <laughs> and the ones that exist in this time period are just kind of, like, boring. Not boring, but the pacing's weird and they're cheaply made and blah. this one was made on the cheap too but uh when you get people that are passionate about making film even if it's a weird spooky dream ghost movie you come up with creative ways to do cool shit but not their dialogue oof um, i the dialogue's fine for the time period like it's like there's not- some real awkward shit especially like when the kids first get together there's one line I have I actually wrote down now. when we get to it. I'm gonna... <laughs> we're going to have to have an argument in this episode. No, oh, we're done. Nightmare on you, Elm Street like... is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Oh, I don't care. I'm not arguing about that. The <laughs> dialogue is shitty. What do you, you mean? P- this is Johnny Depp's first movie. He <laughs> kills it. <laughs> he didn't write the fucking dialogue. <laughs> Who did? Wes Craven? You're telling me Wes Craven can't write dialogue? <laughs> he kind of can. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very, very natural. No, I, don't, really, I always wonder if that's it's really stilted, a conscious, conscious choice intention. or oh, not. But. I think i I feel like it might be intentional because there's an inten- intentional Alfred Hitchcock um touches in this movie. It, he might intentionally make the dialogue more of that '50s melodrama, '50s and '60s melodrama kind of dialogue. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the movie, you sort of think that Tina is maybe going to be the main character, right? Yeah, it's that classic swerve he gives. Uh, Twenty years later, for Scream too. Yeah. Well, kind of. Eh, I guess. But it's just a callback to Psycho, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, you think Tina's going to be the main character, and then she just has the coolest death scene like 15 minutes into the movie. <laughs> I actually think Johnny Depp's death scene is better. but I like hers, um more than Johnny Depp's because I remember Johnny Depp's being more thrilling to me when I was younger, or like the last few times I watched it. Uh-huh. Yeah, but for some reason this time I was like, hmm, he just kind of fallen into a hole in the bed. <laughs> There's tons of blood that comes. That's out the, there. I mean the whole it's the whole. Apparently thing. they fucking ruined the set and <laughs> yeah everything when they did because they're like they did it in so they they used the rotating room. Yeah, I was gonna ask that too because it looks like it's actually the, when you look at the blood, it looks like it's it's falling. falling. Yeah, but. so they used the rotating room for Tina's death too. You know how she's going yeah. up the walls and stuff like that. They used that same set, redecorated it so Johnny Depp's room for that scene. And then, they, yeah, they flipped it upside down and just dumped tons of, like, red water blood into it. Mm-hmm. But no one thought about, like, how the water was going to redistribute the weight as it was coming in. So, like, they lost control of the rotating <laughs> room. And, yeah, so it's just, like, sloshing everywhere, going out the windows of the room. <laughs> it, like, hits that light at the top and, like, immediately electrifies the water blood. And like I feel like they should have figured that one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, like, destroying equipment and shit. And, like, uh, Wes Craven's actually... Uh, like strapped into the rotating room filming <laughs> this scene <laughs> and he's just going for a ride <laughs> but he's like oh well, well, it worked <laughs> kind of like yeah guess. he's like one and done <laughs> yeah i like it's just funny to imagine like the union guys they're like all right we need you to mop up like all this blood everywhere <laughs> <laughs> it's just everywhere <laughs> fucking teamsters <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that would suck that would be a shitty joke. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, tricky stuff in the beginning. A little psycho th- throwback. You'd think Tina's going to be the main character because we start off with her. Following her, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, she has a really cool death scene. We get Ra- How do you feel about Rod's introduction? Um, I w- was watching it, and I was like... I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but... Something seems off about this kid. I'm like, is he supposed to be on drugs? Or, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, strung out? And then I was watching um, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street like legacy documentary on Shudder last night, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, oh, "Yeah, I was like high in most of the scenes of the film, so I'm like, d- like twenty years clean now." <laughs> 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 so yeah, he was just like fucked up in most of the scenes. Like he the prison the prison scene where uh, Nancy goes to visit him. Uh-huh. Well, I mean they say he's a druggie, and, and like the the cops are like, yeah, he's going like, to arrest for drugs and fighting, fighting and shit. It, yeah. He's, like, in a band and stuff, yeah. yeah you know, just a real rockabilly guy. Uh, yeah, so he's just, like, on drugs. He's like, yeah, that prison scene when I'm, like, crying and emotional, it's, like, not acting. Because <laughs> he's just, like, all strung out and shit. And I was like, that's method, I guess. <laughs> that's some Daniel Day-Lewis type stuff. Is it? That- <laughs> no, it's more like uh, Jared Leto, I would say. Some Jared Leto histrionic method acting. Or, you know, he just loved drugs. Which happens. Sometimes he just loved drugs. It could be both. Uh, 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 but our true hero is actually Nancy, who looks really young but is actually 20 years old. Yeah, she does look like, really young. And th- there's a scene where she wakes up from a dream and she's like, looks in the mirror and is like, damn, I look like I'm 20. <laughs> and she is. Oh, man. Uh, gross. What's, uh, what's the deal with like Nancy and, uh, and Glenn's relationship? Are they dating? Yeah, they're dating. Why does it seem like they're not? (laughs) They're just, uh, well, because they're in high school. I don't know. I feel like I remember high school. Yeah, I don't know. It's (laughs) just, like, kind of whatever's convenient for the plot, really. Yeah. Well, because, like, I I get, like, I can understand, obviously, like, two teenagers aren't necessarily going to be, like, bumping and grinding constantly, but it seems a little weird that they're spending the night together but not sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, that was weird. The bed was really small, though. But you could just... You make it work. Yeah, make it work. Oh, they had two beds. So you <clears> just put <throat> those beds together. You go sleep on the couch. You know what I mean? hmm Yeah. Uh, um, so, obviously, she's cr- like being oppressed and crushed by Catholicism and shit. <laughs> that's the only... It's, I mean, legitimately, she gets hit by a cross, so... Yeah. I'm Like, I think that's one of the aspects of it. The whole uh, movie is obviously a sexual morality play, which is what a lot of these horror movies are. This one just does a better job, I think. <laughs> I don't even know if it's that. I don't. I don't know. I feel like it's calling it a sexual morality play. Well, elements quite it, accurate. Elements of it are there. Yeah, and there's a so they don't. Um, they tiptoe around Freddie being a child molester in this one. <laughs> yeah, straight up. They just he's say, killed twenty. He's a twenty. He's a vicious, crazy, weirdo child murderer. Child murderer, which is like I get it. All child murderers are also child molesters. So <laughs> sure. Uh, but I guess there was like a string of child molestation in California at the time, so like mm, mm, back away from that a little bit, and then we'll this, save that one for the sequels. Yeah. Well, they don't. Then it's never explicitly stated until the remake. But actually, I think they really go into it in Freddy vs. Jason, if I remember right. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's hard to reconcile uh, Freddy Krueger being like the most charming, interesting slasher movie villain, and then he's a child molester. <laughs> but he's got some good jokes even in this first one before, i don't know like they really solidified not good jokes but like he's like uh, tina watch this <laughs> Ooh, i <laughs> cut my finger off and it's spurting." That shit's fun i like when he cuts himself and <laughs> ooze, come out. ooze comes out of him and maggots yeah tina watch this uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny joke right get it <laughs> i think he's pretty funny in a cheesy 80s way freddy yeah freddy's the best he's got stretchy arms Where's your hall pass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the classic scene. Everyone knows that one. Oh, the stuff with Tina in the body bag is great. I love when oh, she first sees in the hallway. And then when... It's just carrying itself down. Or dragging yeah, itself, dragging itself cool. in, yeah. And when uh, Freddy comes through the wall over Nancy. He's mm-hmm. like pushing through. Yeah, there's just a lot of good practical effects. Really but, uh, good camera work. that one at the same hotel that they house the Olympians in for Sochi. Boom, old reference, got it <laughs> Take that, 20, 2008 Olympics <laughs> I can't remember when she was <laughs> yeah. I think it was 2012 So I she knew it was because th- of winter Oh, okay I want to say it's 10, but oh, yeah, that's probably yeah. wrong uh, psh, oh, Man, who cares about the Olympics? NBC does Not I, the Winter Olympics Fuck them Summer Olympics, they got swimming Greco-Roman wrestling Wrestling, they got wrestling And basketball, you want to see the dream team? The baseball dream team? Oh, that reminds me, someone tweeted out a picture of the ninety two dream team. And like, if you can name all the, the players on in this retweet. <laughs> but really? just a bunch of people dunking on Christian Leitner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why though? That sucks. <laughs> Cause he's
1: on the fucking ninety two dream
0: team. Yeah, isn't that his rookie year too Yeah. <laughs> that? it was it was the funny thing too is between him and Shaq and as everybody knows, like, everybody remembers Christian Laettner, but not Shaq. Yeah, what did Shaq end up doing? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I he man. played in the Magic with uh, with Penny Hardaway. Oh, yeah, Penny Hardaway, five-time NBA championship it's Penny Hardaway. <laughs> and Shaq, what did he do? I don't, I don't remember. He uh, <laughs> played know. second fiddle. He do some dunks or something? I don't <laughs> know. I don't remember. Remember when Shaq was young, though, and he was so fast for how big he was? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> it's crazy. It's funny to go back and see pictures of Shaq. From like his year, rookie year, 92, 94 that the run. magic era, yeah. or even the first run with uh, L A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just see how like in shape he was. How athletic he was. He got so big. I guess as he's like, you know what? I'm not gonna be able to play forever. My knees are gonna get blown out if I keep doing this shit. You know what I'll do? I'll just get really big and push everyone around. Because <laughs> like, you gotta change your game eventually. You know, yeah, everybody does. Even LeBron's game has changed since he started. Uh-huh. Uh huh. LeBron's like. No one in the NBA is, like, as big as LeBron, so LeBron's doing the same thing, too. He's just, like, staying in shape about it. Yeah. He's just like, fuck you, get out of my way. <laughs> Which is what I would do, too, like, for real. Like, some of these NBA players get, I feel like they get, like, uh, injuries because, like, they're not working out their legs enough and stuff. And it's, when you get to a certain age, like, I yeah, I know you want to be quick and lithe for basketball, When you start getting older, like, I Put on some of that muscle. Yeah, just put on more muscle and, like, work on, like, your jump shot and push people around like LeBron does, like, for real. I have a theory about, like, why some of the injuries happen, but, like, it seems to me like a lot of players, especially these days, are intentionally trying to draw contact. Yeah. And I think you're going to... That makes it more likely that you're going to get injured. Like, I fucking... Clay Thompson injured himself, basically, trying to draw contact in the finals. That's true. And like, so I like, I don't know. I, I just stop. Play like Play like it was the early or late eighties and early nineties. That's the kind of basketball. I like. Yeah. Well, the, honestly, the refs need to stop calling the dumb shit. You yeah. Know what I mean, like they just hit you in the hand a little bit or like, oh, you got, they reached in when he went in for a layup. Like don't call that shit. <laughs> so they'll stop doing dumb shit. Just let them play. Let them fight. <laughs> let them fight. <laughs> let them fight. The fucking, uh, what was the dude on the Pistons, the center, the big white guy, um, and, you know, the 89 Pistons? Yeah, 89. with, like, Oakley and, um... Rodman. And Thomas. But yeah. I can't remember the white dude's name. Uh I just remember the one time, like, a fight broke out, apparently, and, like, he came up behind some dude on the other team and, like, hit him, like, he, like, cold-clocked him, you know, like, sucker-punched him, really, and, uh... Like ended that guy's career, I think, because the dude was like, "Yeah, I remember I could like smell like spinal fluid or taste it." Out. <laughs> it was like for real. He hit him so hard, like it really like fucked him oh. up. Well, I mean, there's that oh, fight with like Barkley and um and Bird. Oh, fucking who else was it? It was all the Dream Team. <laughs> 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 Magic Johnson. Team, no. Magic Johnson came in from the crowd. <laughs> it was uh, JR Steal was like, "Back <laughs> That's Magic Johnson's music. Come back out. I broke my half. Uh, Freddy doesn't break anybody in half in this movie, though. Uh, we don't know what happens to Johnny Depp when he gets sucked into that hole. I, I feel like he just gets jellied. It's he actually uh, Depp um, soup. There's a deleted scene where like his corpse just like kind of floats out of the hole and then flops onto his bed. Yeah. it's a uh, pretty spooky. There, you like it was filmed and everything. So he didn't get broken broken in half, or did he? Since that's not in the film, mm. Mm. huh? interesting uh the guy who plays ron he's uh playing an italian in the movie he's even got a fake italian name that he's billed as because unfortunately he's latino and he you had to pretend to be italian even in the 80s (laughs) well i mean or you can be a white person and get cast in aliens and then pretend to be latino i guess aliens is canceled (laughs) (laughs) it's all right aliens better anyways i've always liked alien more anyways james cameron you hack You hack fraud. Why don't you make the Abyss too? Speaking of, uh, they're re releasing Avengers just so they can beat. Avatar is the highest gross film of all time. Well, Avatar re released too, so it's not like, who gives a shit? I mean, who cares? It's an arbitrary anyways. numbers, anyway. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. And then also, the, the embarrassing thing are the people like that are committed, like, militantly, like, like to one way or the other, yeah. Like, we got to get Avengers Endgame to number one. I've seen it 116 times. <laughs> it's like, well, you're fucking. Losing I, well, the, I feel like some of, the, some of the camera people are just as bad. They're like, oh, it doesn't deserve it. It doesn't have the masterpiece that fucking Avatar is. <laughs> there, those people exist? Yeah. Yes. Avatar is not so, a, a good they're movie there's not here. a lot of them but they're out there I'm, I have, Endgame is a better movie than Avatar for sure <laughs> but <laughs> I don't I'm going but <laughs> but so I don't, much shit for that one I don't think you need to go see it just so it can be number one yeah who cares it's fucking dumb well that's just like the uh, my, I gotta belong to something Kyle yeah I'm part of this corporation now this is my identity we are gonna be part of the Disney feud when we go go back to our corporate feudalism yeah not me. I'm going to be, uh... I'm going to be a Steakums boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a, I am was born a Steakums man. I'll die, Steakums I'll die yeah. Steakums man. Speaking of Steakums, uh... Freddy Krueger kind of looks like Steakums. <laughs> yeah, he's got Steakums all over his face. Yeah. Uh, the makeup effects dude uh, said... He he's like, I gotta put some Steakums on him. <laughs> he got the inspiration while he's eating pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. I see it. Yep. Uh, do you like when he's got the stretchy puppet arms when he's coming down the alley? Yeah, that's cool. He's I right like the. Uh, that's the one thing I wish they actually did a little bit more of is like played with the. Um, I understand why they didn't. The budget was only like $5, I'm sure. Yeah, it was pretty low. But it played with like the um, reality and dream bending. dimension. You know what I mean? Well, they I think like, that more in the sequel, I, I think. Yeah. Well, Dream Wars is the best for that. A lot of people consider Dream Warriors the best Nightmare on Elm Street. It's obviously the first one. <laughs> Wes Craven didn't direct the other ones. Well, he directed... Didn't you drink nightmare. a new Nightmare? A new Nightmare, yeah. 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 But that. that. Sorry, Wes Craven, if you're listening, but that was kind of after he fell off. Like you, Before his re- resurgence with Scream? No, because this is after Scream. Oh, that is it? after Scream, yeah. isn't it? Oh, my God. He does Scream and then that, I think. And whew, Scream was... I I really like Scream. I like Wes Craven, but I fucking Scream is I feel like it's his pinnacle, honestly. <laughs> his magnum opus. Yeah, but you got to think he so he did uh Last House on the Left, um The Hills Have Eyes, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream. Like fucking he was didn't want to be known as a horror director, but he's like, "You know what? I'll just make like four or five of the most classic horror films." All time. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> That's just what I'll do. Whatever. Wes Craven. To go back to Halloween, Friday the 13th in this film, uh, what I like about Nightmare on Elm Street is immediately it's, like, supernatural. They're like, fuck all that. Oh, it's a serial killer. Maybe he's, like, got spooky powers. Who knows? Which the other movies get into later on in their franchise history. This one immediately it's like, nah, he fucking comes after you in your, in your dreams. He's going to do, like, surreal, crazy shit. <laughs> he's just going to fuck with you. And, um, obviously... It still has to do with a violation because he's a child molester. So he's he's aged up though. Yeah. Well, they don't really he's go into his motivations, but I feel like. He, well, he's going after the children. The people that like, yeah, killed him, yeah, right? Also, um, and uh, so he's, um, in their dreams. He's in their bed. He's, you know what I mean? Like he's. He's in their bathtub. Yeah, he's right by their their tender bits. Uh huh. He's like, oh, I'm gonna suck on that butt. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. He's still like violating yeah, yeah. kids. So I, 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 it works even without being like, oh, yes, he was a child molester. It's like, no, you get it, you get it. He's in there like fucking with, like in. You get it. He's, violating. What he's about. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> I the remake like i'm sure they, over the head the i haven't yeah. seen that, but i'm sure the remake's terrible as you would expect like they it's like they could have just had a scene where he comes into your dream and like pulls his dick out like <laughs> that's how you know what i mean and that's like how over the head yeah the it Thomas. wouldn't have been that out of like place he's like yeah okay i get it he's a sex offender <laughs> I mean, I also think I'm supposed <clears> to assume, like, the reason, like, the dad and the mom, like, all these people's parents have, like, bad relationships is because of what, the, 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 yeah, that, like, the, the girlfriend, yeah. yeah. Like, I also feel like the mom's, like, I'm kind of a serial killer myself. I kept a souvenir. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, why, why wouldn't she, though? That, like, bladed glove. Like, why wouldn't you? Because you don't want to get caught. <laughs> you had it in the furnace, like her. <laughs> no one's going to suspect a gang of, like, suburban parents. What? That's the first person I would suspect. Oh fucking! It doesn't matter because pedophile the, murderer got off. I guess it's probably the parents. Her dad is the sheriff or whatever. Yeah, and, I know that. I mean, that's what he's involved in. Well, so. oh, that's the other thing. The thing that doesn't make sense because you know what would happen is if this guy gets off on a fucking technicality, the cops are like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna drive him home," and he just has never heard from him again. I mean, yeah, like yeah, he, he disappeared. Small town life. <laughs> this is some some straight up frontier justice <clears throat> that they they. I'm friend, sometimes frontier justice is still justice. I'm not arguing. I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying that he didn't deserve. it. Yeah, I guess it's not really a hot take <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to like child predators and stuff. Like, nah, sometimes how, how brave of you guys. <laughs> sometimes you can just kill him. The problem is, like, you know, when it's not as obvious. Like, maybe only one kid died. Yeah, like, like we think it's not, probably this poor, poor yeah, weirdo yeah. over here. Well, that's not the case with Freddy Krueger, though. Yeah. It's like, or Fred Krueger. But that, I mean, it's just a slippery soap argument. Like, where do you draw the line? I, if there, I feel like um, if the evidence is there and he gets off on a technicality and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Or. If you get convicted and you just happen to get killed in prison, nah, that's a different. Right? Well, you know, <laughs> these things happen. That's because you know, uh, in my opinion, um, so I they, I think the prison system's fucked. and We need to completely reevaluate. It. Yeah, but, I mean, we really need to ask ourselves as a society what's prison for. Is it for so it rehabilitation? it to be rehabilitatory, yeah. right? But some of it also has to be punitive too, right? Because you don't want necessarily like. Serial killers to get back out on the street. No, train. but there's some people that like. Sorry, you can't participate in society anymore. Right. And but I mean um, some dude that gets picked up for you know, drug dealing or I don't there's know, even like weird minor certain, violent crimes. So like, there's yeah. like I'm even willing to have leniency on like some murder cases because you know yeah, if, like, but what the situation is. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, that doesn't mean they're a terrible person forever, you know. Yeah, uh, whatever. This isn't our political podcast. That'll be coming uh, next month. It's going to be called uh, force Space Force. <laughs> fuck this, uh, planet Earth. We're going to Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Freddy Krueger. He got what he deserved. but little Did thing, he? Because he became like a goddamn dream demon. Yeah, but they didn't know he's going to become a dream ghost. Like, how did it even happen? So he didn't get what he deserved. How did it even happen? I don't know. That's the only thing that doesn't make sense. I'm glad that they don't go into it because, like, what do you? Oh yeah, so he was uh he was the voodoo guy, like uh, Chucky, and he did a voodoo thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that shit's always dumb. Just like whatever. He's just a dream ghost. <laughs> but really would have delved into it when we got into uh, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. I'm sure <laughs> he just does it. There's a comic book for that, right? I think there's two. Yeah. Um, I still would have. I still wouldn't see that. Watch that movie. I love when he uh, did you, uh, is running around on fire yeah. <laughs> at the end. That long ass shot where yeah, the dude's great. on fire—it's like that stuntman was brave. He's like, "Yeah, I'll run around on fire for like five, six minutes." <laughs> <laughs> did um, this is a little off-topic, but did you ever watch the uh, Evil Dead TV show? Nah, damn. I was going to ask you if it was any good. Oh, I—you know me—I have no interest in watching. Remakes, especially in TV show format. It's not a remake; it's a straight up sequel to the Army of Darkness. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't even. i Bruce Campbell. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm interested in that because yeah. I don't think I like Army of Darkness anymore. When I watched it like a couple years ago, I was like I like the more subtle comedy horror of like the evil, evil Dead, Evil Dead, <laughs> yeah, know. or Evil Dead Two. Yeah, Army of Darkness was like too broad, and I don't know. I still like it. Like, remind me of Joss Whedon. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, Joss Whedon. Uh. Well, to be fair, I think Joss Whedon reminds you of Sam Raimi. Yeah, Sam Raimi's a pretty cheesy guy, too. Yeah. Unfortunately. He- Dark man. <laughs> this is Liam Neeson, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> Liam Neeson. Way of the Gun. That was his movie, too, right? It's cowboy movie. No, it wasn't Way of the Gun, was it? Wasn't it Quick and the Dead? Well, the Quick and the Dead, Yeah. right. Fuck you! You think you know movies? I know movies. Oh man, this we're cutting the podcast here. Ah, <laughs> <is it. laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, Freddy Krueger, Robert England. They uh, originally wanted to cast an older gentleman to play Fred Krueger. Wes Craven did because he. He's a great director, possibly not that bright, because he's like, oh, wait a minute, he'll be under makeup anyways, he doesn't have to be an old man. <laughs> <clears throat> so they got Robert Englund, and uh he later became an old man playing Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> when's, like, if it's Freddy vs. Jason, his last movie is Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and then the, when they did the remake, it was Jackie that, yeah, Haley, the guy from Rorschach, Rorschach, which is, I guess, good casting. Yeah, it's good know. casting, I guess. He's a little wimpy fellow though, isn't he? So well, I guess Robert Ring is a little movie, guy too. Yeah, yeah. That's like in the second one, um, in Nightmare on Elm Street two. Uh-huh. When uh, they, <laughs> so Freddie like comes into the real world sort of by using the main character Jesse as his avatar, uh-huh. and there's a scene where he's like at a party and turns into Freddy, and then Freddy is running around the pool chasing the teenager kids and he's so just, tiny. Yeah, it's just like everyone's bigger than him and he's running around like all like vaudevillian. i like, <laughs> get you. <laughs> it was like if like Charles Manson tried to show up and do murders with his bare hands <laughs> or something. So yeah, it just looks really bad. Uh Nightmare on Elm Street 2 has a, a bunch of gay of sub gay subtext. It's now actually considered like just a, like ghouls. Classic gay film. Um they tried to act like it was unintentional for a long time, but that documentary I watched about the Legacy of Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, Hell yeah, it was intentional. The screenwriter and the production designer and stuff were like, yeah, we kind of pussyfooted around it, but yeah, <laughs> we kind of did it on purpose. <laughs> it was like the first one one's got a lot of... uh <clears throat> broadly, like sexual subtext, but it isn't re- no, technically like what is about it? The sexiest scenes in the movie when she tries to call Glenn and Freddie's like, I'm your boyfriend now, <laughs> and his tongue comes out of the phone. That's so great. <laughs> They're like, it costs us like five dollars to do that prop. <laughs> and uh, um, Heather Camp who plays Nancy, yeah, she kept that prop. Gross, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's badass. She should have kept the gloves like her mom, <laughs> the glove. Uh, oh, shit. You know what? This is a great movie for nightgowns. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. That's what I'm into. I'm into uh, slips, nightgowns. That's uh, my thing. I like that she puts on a uh, uh, dress shirt to go to bed. I, there's a lot of like um, well, pajama work in general in this movie and uh for me <laughs> glenn's pajamas too was yeah little, his belly shirt yeah. for me watching it though i was like because some people like um so tina's obviously got like a nice little nightgown and then um nancy's got like actual pajamas and occasionally other you know what i mean like r- real pajama sets and the parents got robes and shit like that i'm like <clears throat> never in my life have i really worn like designated pajamas yeah, well like, I mean not since you were a kid yeah it's like is this because I'm a poor <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's a good point yeah if I'm rich would I have a set of pajamas or would I are yeah, keep sleeping in basketball shorts <laughs> yeah like I just <laughs> sleep, uh, sleep in my underwear <laughs> I don't like sleep in my underwear it's too constricting I gotta take the underwear off put on some basketball shorts oh really yeah hmm Interesting. I gotta let my balls dangle during yeah, the night you gotta, fruit, you gotta air 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 breathe out air them <laughs> out yeah that makes sense I'm going to give that a shot. Yeah, but I'm like basically like, no, I'm not, I just can't imagine fucking wearing any type of shirt or like wearing clothes to go to sleep. (laughs) Sometimes in the winter I'll wear a shirt, but not normally. I just, um, I feel like you like get tangled in it or, you know, I just can't like have anything on me when I'm sleeping. Got to be ready for action. (laughs) Kung-fu action. Yeah, someone might come in and try to get me and be like, ah, surprise bear knife. <laughs> um, my uh, <clears throat> my favorite part of the scene is when she goes full Kevin McAllister on, uh, on on Freddy Krueger. Yeah, she has some, some traps for him. <laughs> I like when, um, so there's the scene where they meet on the bridge, Glenn and her. And he's like, well, you know, you can just turn your back on it, take its power away, which is what she ends up doing. And well, he's also gives her like, you can also turn the dream into whatever you want. And she doesn't try that. Yeah, but uh, she's like, nah, fuck that. Look, at this book I'm reading. <laughs> it's just improvised exploit or improvised weaponry and boomer <laughs> traps. Hell yeah, whatever that will work. Um, well, because she did the... They tried to get her to do the sleep test. Oh, yeah. Like, sleep study. And she, I got a, I got a little problem with, uh, with the way Fighter Cougar operates. So, right, so he kills Tina, but we'll go back to your sleep study thing in a second. But he kills Tina, right? uh uh-huh. And then he kills Rod, but he makes Rod seem like he was killing himself. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's like, I'm going to cover my traps here. And then immediately they go to the sleep study. He's like, all right, time to kill her when he's doing a sleep study. <laughs> well, I don't think uh, he was going to kill her just yet, because that's the whole thing is he just kind of uh, fucks with Nancy. Yeah, but he also cuts her right, which makes it. I don't know. It just seems like if he's trying to cover his tracks and make it seem like Nancy's crazy, he's doing a shit job of it. Well, the whole thing is like he doesn't have to work that hard because it's she has to work even harder to convince yeah, someone. That's true, this dream ghost is trying to kill me. All right. Look, look. You look. Know, I guess the mom. As soon as she brings out like a Freddy Krueger hat out of her dreams that she didn't, you know, she didn't have it when she laid down in bed. <laughs> I'd be like, I. You can't sleep ever again. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna find like a shaman or a medicine man that that is into peyote. He's gonna go in there. and He's gonna fight Freddy Krueger for you. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Though, is you don't know what spooky magic Freddy Krueger did to become this dream ghost. Yeah, so. well, I guess. But at the same time, I know there's some sort of weird dream ghost after my daughter. <laughs> well, I'd be that. like, all right. And I got see. his his knife claws in my basement. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, let's see. Fred Krueger, Krueger, German name. All right, some sort of German mysticism. <laughs> some sort of German witchcraft. We gotta find a uh, German witch. Uh, Hagazusa. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then we'll be able to figure it out. It'll be great. Oh, guess what? Um, not yesterday. I think it was Friday. It was Midsummer. Yeah. The summer solstice. Midsommar. Midsommar. How come, uh, they didn't release the film Midsummer on Midsummer? I don't know. It doesn't come out until July 3rd. Well, how come they didn't release Halloween on Halloween? Money. But, but you think... Money. <laughs> it's weird for um, midsummer. Midsummer, in my opinion, um, I don't know. a twenty four probably knows more about uh, film distribution and production than I do. But this sort of niche horror movie coming out like July fourth weekend, I, there must not be any competition that weekend this year, because it seems like there's no. There's no competition right now. Yeah, it's just End Game and then nothing, right? Yeah, I mean, End Game came out five weeks ago. Six uh, weeks has ago. there been any other? Big D- movie Detective Pikachu came out after that. What came out? Uh, Shaft. Oh, <laughs> I'll I'll catch Shaft on the internet. It's got three generations of Shaft. <laughs> yeah, but I don't really care about the first two. <clears throat> yeah, I'll catch it on the internet. Uh, but yeah, there's that's there's not blockbusters anymore, right? It's just Marvel movies. Yeah, I don't. There wasn't. There <laughs> wasn't a big one. I can think of. Lion I'll, King. Oh, wait, Aladdin came out. Aladdin. That's the Ooh. one. Even then, it's not competition for Midsummer yeah uh, mid- yeah Midsommar's audience is gonna be Midsommar's audience so whatever they'll get the money they get maybe uh, a word of mouth though because Hereditary was so good that it kind of bubbled into the mainstream a little bit so maybe they'll even pick up more viewers people go into the movie theaters to see a horror movie in July um, that sounds great to me but like I don't know I don't know if I did. I'm a very good representation of the mainstream <laughs> movie-going audience. I don't know. I, I do feel I feel like the idea of like seeing a specific movie or a specific type of movie at this time of year like, "Oh, it's, you know, it's a cold winter month, so it's time for the Oscar dramas. I'm going to put on my coat and see a sad movie." Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that I don't think that's uh, uh necessarily true. I th- You know what I mean? That's well, not natural. It's yeah, definitely I feel like it's artificially built, yeah. And uh, that you could, you can probably have a successful horror movie in July as long as the movie's good. Yeah. There's some movies maybe that you can argue would just came out at the wrong time, but I, I feel like it's really rare. Well, that's uh, Scream it came out like uh, the weekend before Christmas or something, right? Which is like kind of out of place for a weird horror movie. Also, I didn't see it in theaters because we were pretty young at the time when it came out. But I remember <clears throat> it came out on VHS in the summertime. I remember the first time we watched it, we were at our aunt's house. After we have been swimming. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And my cousin put it on. And I was like, holy shit, I love this movie. Because <laughs> that was a, a, that yeah, I love screen. Matthew Lillard. He's great. He's he, really shaggy. Matthew Lillard is fucking great yeah, in that movie. Man. But um, He's got some Dungeon and Dragons company, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, he does something weird. Oh, He's a big old nerd. Cool. But uh, watching Scream uh, when I... Was 10, I think I would have been. Um, <clears throat> that was like the major turning point in my life where I was like, all right, scary movies don't really scare me anymore, but I fucking love them for all these different reasons. <laughs> and so, thanks, Scream. He changed my life. Sort of. I guess probably something else would have set it off maybe eventually, but that was when I was really like, oh, I get horror movies now and I love them. And then. Uh, it, we, it all makes sense. Yeah, no, no, we got a podcast about them, kind of. <laughs> And we're getting rich off of it. Oh, so much money so much money uh, we're like we're as rich as Richard Spencer, oh and yeah, so Shapiro. she uh brings I Freddy's she brings uh Freddie's hat back during the sleep study, which like you said should have been like, well, all right, I don't know how the fuck this happens, uh, and that's when she realizes, oh, I can just bring Freddie back with me." bring him into the real world. Yeah. Which is great. Once again, good thing they didn't explain how oh, any, any of this works. any of this magical shit works cuz I you're just like, okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah, like why I not? feel like generally speaking, you don't want to s- explain your magical shit too much. Like Lord of the Rings doesn't explain Gandalf shit really. No. Well, uh so the modern comparison that I can uh, I'd like to bring up to say that it is a movie very similar to Nightmare on Elm Street is It Follows, mm-hmm. which is um, another great horror film. Obviously, not like one of the greatest films of all time, but just like Nightmare on Elm Street, like really fucking effective at what it's trying to do. And I think it's a similar sort of thing. Like you don't, they don't need to explain how this STD ghost exists <laughs> and follows you around. It's just how it is, and that's the movie. And prepare to get spooked by cool visuals. I mean, I can actually, now I think about it, the movies the movies that do explain it aren't, as, aren't generally as good. I mean, think about it. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World does not explain shit about why you, no, it's there's just, some weird that's video it. game world. It's just a weird video game world. Yeah. Well, I see the difference between like Ringu and Ring, too. Yeah, that's the, true. The Ring remake actually is still a pretty good movie, I think. But like, they get so much detail into Samara. As she's called in the ring. like It kind of takes some of them away. Because in Ringu, Sadako is just like, well, I don't know, just spooky crazy. <laughs> and that brings us, or brings me, to the final of this movie. What the fuck was going on? Oh, the finale? Because in context of the sequels, it doesn't actually make sense. Well, in the context of the scene directly before it, doesn't make sense. Yeah. When she defeats Freddy by turning her back on him, and then... Wakes up in another dream where she gets captured by Freddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the producer made Wes Craven put that extra ending part in there so that they could have a hook for sequels. But okay, whatever. Well, Nancy doesn't appear in the, the second one. Yeah, but she's referenced, right? there's the girls. Well, living they're, in her they're house. living in her house. And the third one, Nancy is with Nancy again. Yeah, she's the the psychiatrist at the mental institute where all the Dream wars are at, because they're the last surviving kids of the parents. Yeah. And and she's training them to do Battle of Freddy. Dream Warriors is actually really good. It's, like, way cheesier than the first one, if you can believe it. But it's, like, fun. So we'll probably <laughs> watch that eventually, too. Maybe the second one. The second one's, like, kind of like, eh. But it's definitely just, like, the first three or four are the only good ones, in my opinion. After that, they're not in the 80s anymore anyway, so who cares? I think they only made one outside of the 80s, didn't they? Unless you count New Nightmare. Cause like the fr- it's like 85, 86, 87, 88. And yeah, like, they, like they, make em, they make them real fucking fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's 84 or 85. 84, I think. I think it's 84, 85. Yeah. And then, yeah, then the next one will be 86. There's a little bit of turnaround time for the second one. And, and then, it's then, then it's like 87, 89. Yeah, and then there's another one like 92. Mm-hmm. And then they don't make any other until like the new nightmare. New nightmare. And then Freddy vs. Jason. And then the remake. Yeah, so Jason does have more sequels than Freddy, but uh, Freddy has actual good ones. (laughs) You don't like Jason uh, Takes Manhattan or whatever the fuck it's called? Is it just is it Jason goes to New York or something? I think it is like some stupid simple title like yeah, that. Is, uh, Jason goes I to like know. when he punches the dude's head off. <laughs> I think we've mentioned that at least yeah. four times. I mean, that's a, just classic, classic slasher movie scene. <laughs> he's like, all right, let's do it. Jason punch, 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 and Jason just like uppercut. <laughs> it's a real Mortal Kombat type thing. The thing that bothers me is oh, Jason. Oh. Shit, speaking oh. of New Line Cinema, they're the ones that oh, yeah, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat. movie. <laughs> Fucking thank you, New Line. <laughs> I mean, the thing that gets me about Jason is he's so slow. Like that punch, that boxer should have just dodged. Yeah, you know, know. Felt like a butterfly and stink like a bee. Well, he stunk like a bee, all right. Yeah, he stank. <sighs> yeah, I don't. The ending's fucking dumb. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Also, uh, it does have like one of the best cheesy effect shots of any horror movie from the eighties, though. When Freddy pulls her mom through the window of the door, and it's like so obviously a dummy. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's great. Because at the end, she's like, "I, you don't get any power. You're going to give me all my friends back and my mom. Yeah, and so for a second, you're like, oh, it worked. But then you're... But like, then, oh, no, it didn't. But then did it work? She's back in the third one, but then her, her all her friends are dead still, and her mom died in her sleep, so... Hey, listen, uh, the producer made Wes Craven put that at the end of the first one, and then Wes Craven uh, did it not... completely ignored it for all the sequels. Uh, <laughs> so d- I guess he wasn't even well, he, involved, he was he? It? Yeah. Well, he uh, did... Uh, help write the screenplay for the the third one for dream wars Mm -hmm. which is why nancy was reintroduced because he's like fuck all that dumb shit from before nancy's still alive (laughs) i'm gonna be the one who kills (laughs) him. yeah so yeah it's just meddling by the producer which um it's not like the meddling that you see in today's like film industry exactly because new line cinema was such a small company at the time that it was like he was on set and like really actually doing shit. Like he put all, all of his personal assets on the line to make this movie, and you know what I mean. Like so, I don't begrudge him for doing it, but it I is do. just Fuck him. it is just like not an artist coming in and ruining an artist's <laughs> work, kind of you know. So it's still like the spirit of what producers tend to do now. But I think he was he was doing it from a, a place of love. Yeah, he was doing it from a less malicious place. He just didn't know what he was doing. So I just pretend. uh you know, it didn't what's your happen. what's your head head in Dick obviously she temporarily defeats Freddy Krueger. Her <clears> mom's <throat> still dead, though. At the end, they're all friends. Are still dead. Yeah, I'd like to think like the shit that happened. Like I don't know how he could magically bring him back. It's like we don't know. It was the all a dream, of. Kyle. Like, it could be. I That's guess what she said it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. And then she turned into a b- big old black man. <laughs> Started slanging rocks. I was not expecting a, a Biggie uh, <laughs> reference there. Anytime like, <laughs> it happens. For yeah, I was like, yeah, every time is all a dream, you're like, ah, oh, I was reading World of <laughs> Brexit. It, yeah, I was reading World, World, World Magazine. Brexit. Yeah, no, it just comes up all, not all the time. But like, I feel like I've done that at least a dozen times this year. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a dream. Uh, yeah no so uh, yeah no nah, yeah I noticed some um, I do it yeah. no I yeah. do it yeah I somehow organically started doing the thing that Australians do I feel like I did it before Australians where I go to like yeah no nah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <when> I- <laughs> yeah yeah I yeah, did it before you yeah? well yeah because they're always like yeah no nah, yeah and so it's like yes no yes <laughs> <clears throat> for some reasons became keenly aware a few months ago. When, like, watching Australian slang shit. And I was like, I do that. Where did I learn that? <laughs> uh, uh Oh, yeah. So, I fucking love Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm glad we got to watch it. Uh, basically, no complaints about the movie. Everything is just... Dialogue. Uh, perfect. The dialogue is perfect for 80s cheese fest. But I don't know. I don't feel like his intention was trying to make an 80s cheese fest. Yeah, but it's just a product of the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Some of it is really unfortunate, I guess. But you got Nancy. Um, there's a scene. I, I forgot one, there's one part I gotta mention. Like right when Rod dies, and like all the cops rush in and pull him off the the uh the noose, he literally just died. Right, he's just stopped breathing, and they're all staring. He's like, "All right, well." Better not try CPR. You know, it kills more people than it saves. <laughs> I think that might be a joke, though. <laughs> like, intentionally. Oh, uh, shout out to the bathtub scene. I do fucking love like the weird and insidious terrifying sexual nature of the clock coming up. Oh, actually I just like the visual effects too of her underneath the water and like again, seeing pulled like in. the real dimension of the mm-hmm. of the bathtub like shining through and it's just a small hole she's trying to reach yeah, for. Yeah, that's one of my favorite People aspects. People have definitely copied this for other Well, movies. train spotting. Yeah. I don't know if he copied it directly but I think Danny Boyle maybe did. But it, train spotting scene is great too. So, so and it's And I think okay. there's another another movie too where I definitely have seen something similar, or at least at least a couple other times. Yeah, that's also one of my favorite things about the movie is um, it I, because of budget budget constraints, I don't think Wes Craven was able to like go like full tilt on like some of the surreal shit he yeah, probably could yeah. have done. But I do like how since you know occasionally you just fall asleep and don't realize it within in this movie, there's scenes where. It's just such a smooth transition from them presumably being awake to being in a dream, and you're like, oh, well they're asleep, and now shit's weird, and it's just, it's fucking great. It's so it's such a brilliant, interesting idea for the time period it came out in, because it's not comparable to the other slasher movies of the time, I don't think, because it just has so much more going on. It's much more interesting and like thought provoking than. Oh, yeah, some kid drowned because people were doing sex at the summer camp. (laughs) Don't have sex, kids. Or you'll get an axe in the back. And then uh, this movie directly addresses that when Johnny Depp is on the couch and he hears Tina and Ron having sex and he just says, Morality sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Be gay, do crime. Is being gay immoral, Kyle? That's what you just implied with your... You don't know that slogan yet? I you, knew do. That. You're out of touch. You're not totally online. <laughs> you're not hanging out with the LGBTQ plus crowd like I am. <laughs> huh? Again, I I know you want to be like the uh, the oh, straight white male version of Taylor Swift. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah, no, man. It's real shit. I mean, that's why I like Divine so much. And like all John Waters and all like his crew and stuff is just like... Uh, so Hegel's philosophy of how to engage with society is you like to see yourself reflected in society, and best, the most like, um, satisfying reflection is to be see yourself reflected in other individuals. And like, yeah, so I'm unfortunately cisgender, mostly heterosexual, white man, but the people that I see myself reflected in aren't usually just straight up boring ass, milk toast motherfuckers. <laughs> so. That's where I can find some measure of like happiness and content. Yeah, contentment is through um, other outsiders, and not to say that being non-heterosexual makes you an outlier, but society has made you an outlier. I was trying to make an outsider joke there, but I couldn't do it. The The outsiders, not not the WCW Uh Tag Team Championship. (laughs) the book or you mean the movie with Tom Clouse Tom Clouse Tom Clouse he had bad teeth and Patrick in that Swayze too he had bad teeth in that movie and the Tom of too and uh Emilio Emilio uh, Emilio Charlie's Asterisk. in it too right yeah Charlie Sheen's in it and then uh Matthew why oh, can't I give his last name Matt Matt. whatever you know what I'm talking about do it for Johnny boy do it for Johnny oh Matt Dillon thank you yeah 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 um Soda Pop the guy who played him he wasn't really even famous, was he? Or was it River Phoenix? <laughs> I can't remember. Who played Soda Pop, and the guy that played Pony Boy, yeah. Mm, who knows? What happened to him? Francis Ford Coppola directed that movie. What? That's crazy. What? Oh, I gotta talk about. Can we talk about Keanu Reeves for two seconds? We oh yeah, him last again. Week. Johnny Mnemonic. And uh, on the ride home, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, man, he is not a good actor. No, and I just think about him trying to do an English accent in Dracula constantly. Uh, So there is uh, some excuse. No, apparently he didn't have any time to prepare for the role, so that explains accent. But he's still a wooden actor. We—he's not a good actor. I can I can do a better English accent in on a two day notice. So, (laughs) ah, crikey, God! Oh, hey. I'm here to kill a Dracula. <laughs> what do you mean I'm from England? <laughs> I'm from England. <laughs> I'm from London town. Um, that was even a better English accent. he Have you seen The Bad Batch? No. that's a he just, He's pretty cool in that movie. Playing a dick. <laughs> or Neon Demon too. He plays a dick pretty well in that. So you're telling me Keanu Reeves is a secretly a dick? No, he just he's pretty good at playing one apparently. <laughs> acting against type <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's good at playing uh super robotic wooden characters like neo and johnny mnemonic <laughs> <laughs> johnny mnemonic uh, actually being like kind of a cyborg how so. do you feel about michael b jordan in the matrix sequel or remakes doing you know, a matrix remakes yeah that's what i read with michael b jordan that's fine will smith no. was who they wanted originally right yeah and he's like oh nah, no thanks yeah I don't want it. I don't like. I really don't care about the Matrix, Mm-mm. and I don't like remakes in general. It's such a product of its time, too. Yeah, like the first Matrix, nineteen ninety nine, the fucking vinyl coats and leather jumpsuits and uh, mainstream like dance music, <laughs> and, like, what an aesthetic! I can't wait for the, that to come back. <laughs> I think don't I might like doesn't. it more than the normcore shit that everyone's doing now. I don't really like the normcore stuff. I don't know. Where agree. you just kind of look like a dad. I don't really care. When we, oh shit! Speaking of the dad, I looked at New Balance shoes the other day. Oh, it's dad time. <laughs> we're trying to get out there, the, the, you got the lawn, we got the New Balance uh, Dad Tens. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're gonna like, tear this lawn up. I have wide feet, and like it's fucking hard to find wide shoes anymore. And like, I need them for walking. Yeah, and, uh, and exercising. And like, the New Balance is legitimately the cheapest quality brand I can find. <laughs> Yeah, I wish they would let me um like work out barefoot at the gym. I like working out barefoot the most. Yeah, well, if you want to get some nasty ass feet, go ahead. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I should just have my own gym. Yeah, that's you why you a- should donate to the Patreon for yeah. Space Force coming soon. The uh, McVenture Production Space Force podcasting and Hot Wind Compound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, then I'll, I'll work I'll have a gym in there and work out barefoot. And yeah, make sure my oh, feet shit. are strong. <laughs> I'm be like Lemmy though. I think I'm gonna wear boots until I the, die. This might come out after the podcast. Otherwise I'll, I'll just cut it myself if it doesn't. But uh, I have an idea for doing like the Atlas, you know, missile silo, right? And they have like layers and the gymnasium would be the Steve Gutenberg Gym Memorial Gym. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Gutenberg Memorial Gym. This is for you, Goot. You have a statue of him in there. You get to high five it every time. Yeah, you Yeah, he'll be there. like this, but it's gonna be his, his his physique from Police Academy One. Yeah, he's cut up, man. He's he'll like be Rambo, sure this, obviously. He's like Rambo on that shit. Damn. Well, you know what I say. I say live fast, eat ass. Uh, this has been the Cult of Space Force. What movie we watching next week? Uh, you told me. Oh, we're gonna watch Runaway, the Tom Selleck Tom classic Son- Runaway. Uh, Tom Selleck Runaway. It's a mixture of Chopping Mall and Blade Runner, I guess <laughs> would be the best way to describe it. More Chopping Mall than Blade Runner because it doesn't appear to have any style. <laughs> but we'll check it out. Tom Selleck. He's got a mustache. That's pretty good. Um, Christy Ali's in it. She doesn't got a mustache. No, that's Christy Ali's ride. It's his mustache. <laughs> mustache. Mustache ride. Uh, yeah, McVentureProductions.com. Go to the Patreon. Get us. We'll have a Kickstarter for our uh, fucking McVenture production. Uh, what Podcasting was the, studio and uh, Hot yeah. Wind Compound. Hot, we got to avoid the hot winds. Yeah, no hot wind for me. I'm not about it. I don't like the hot winds. But, but Kyle, you say, <laughs> how can you eat ass and then not experience the hot winds? I mean... It's, you got to be brave. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I got to say about it. <laughs> I feel like it's just common courtesy not to have any hot wins. Yeah, someone's eating your ass. I mean, and sometimes I understand you can't help it. You've been drinking all day, doing drugs, smoking tons of cigarettes, probably eating a lot of a lot of bread. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, eating hot dogs. Who knows? Who knows what happens? I know what happens because it's happened. But you know what, you just say, you know what? It's all right. This is my this is my my lovers hot winds. And uh I'm fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a little a little doo doo wind on me, little doo doo air. So that's why you gotta make sure you keep your mustache grown out. <laughs> I don't have. I shaved recently because it's so irritated. But so right now can't yeah, eat that. it's <laughs> fucking horrible. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look uh, fucking like a baby. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, that's been beard talk, ass eating talk. Um, it's 2019. So, unfortunately, each partner's ass, (laughs) we're all going to die soon anyways. Try new things.